Welcome to She Decided to Run Her Way, a podcast created for the aspiring female runner or one in the making who is ready to let go of the pressure to perform, quit chasing someone else's pace, and start embracing her own. My name is Pamela Otero, a certified running coach and personal trainer, and each week I'll be sharing practical running strategies and mindset shifts to help you do just that. So, if you're ready to run your way, then grab your running shoes, lace up, and listen in. Oof, it's been a crazy year of juggling, juggling all the things. At the beginning of the year, I thought, there's just no way I'm going to be able to pull this off. It's not the right time. There's not enough time. What if I don't finish in time? There's just no way. And as I share this with you today, I bet your mind is immediately thinking, I'm talking about running a race. Well, I'm not. Nope. Today, I wanted to share with you a little behind the scenes of my most recent accomplishment and how I almost quit twice. Not once, but twice. You see, I set a goal for myself many years ago that by the time I turned 50, I'd either have a master's degree or some other advanced certification because I absolutely love learning. And I found that the more I know, the more I realize I don't know and I actually want to know. Now, if you could peek inside my house, you'd see stacks and stacks of books scattered everywhere and a bookshelf that really needs a few more shelves added. And I think I got this I know I got this from both my mom and my grandpa Hasty. You see, my grandpa Hasty, who's my mom's dad, um, and my mom love, love reading, just like I do. And I remember growing up as a little kid, I remember going over to visit my grandparents and my grandpa was either reading a book or playing solitaire at the dining room table as he would hum his favorite Irish tunes. And I remember looking at two of his walls in his house covered in books. And I tell you, he read most of these books at least two times through because they were worn and they were read. And my mom, she followed in his footsteps too, because my mom is a mean reading machine. She probably reads at least two books a week, and I am not exaggerating at all. But I think I fell, you know, along their footsteps and I love reading as well. And ever since I was very young, um, I really always gravitated originally into reading personal development books and um, getting, you know, personal development programs, probably around the time I graduated from high school. And I think it was, you know, in my mid 20s, I remember when I bought Tony Robbins CD set, Get the Edge. Do you remember Tony Robbins' CD set, Get the Edge? And I remember I'd pull out a CD out of one of the boxes and slide it into my CD player in my car, and I would listen to all the many ways that he could teach me how to get the edge as I traveled throughout my state, you know, working on a research study. Because as, you know, when I was younger, I worked on a research study and I got to go out into the community, interview women. It was specifically a breast cancer study. 
I actually was a phlebotomist, so I got to draw blood. I got to spin the blood and do all sorts of cool things. But I would listen to his CDs as I would drive for hours and hours traveling throughout my state. Please tell me you know what a CD is because I am totally dating myself. But like I was saying earlier, I had set a goal for myself that before I turned 50, I would, you know, absolutely want to get an advanced degree or certification. And I had considered, you know, over the years, exercise science, it used to be called exercise physiology. I thought about kinesiology. Um, I thought about maybe nutrition, maybe becoming a registered dietitian and add that to my current running and personal training background. You know, all of those areas fascinated me. And I will say I am also pretty fascinated with growing microgreens. They're so delicious. Um, Lately, I've been learning how to make kombucha. I haven't yet dived into actually making it. I'm just doing my research. And I'm also exploring the idea of eating Ofal. Now, if you're not familiar with Ofal, it's basically eating organ meats. And let me tell you, they are packed packed with nutrition. I'm currently still learning all about it, but I do plan, I do plan to record an episode in the near future. So if you're a tad bit curious about OFAL, then be on the lookout for that episode coming up ahead. But anyhow, even though I'm fascinated with these things like microgreens and OFAL and kombucha, I really have no desire to get an advanced degree in them, probably because there's not one. But I was really thinking about those other areas that I shared. And as the years kept ticking away and I got closer and closer to turning 50, which I'll tell you, I'm going to be 50 next year. Yep, next April, pretty crazy. I can't even believe I'll be 50. And honestly, I still feel like I'm in my 30s. As this desire kept tugging at my heart and surfacing in my head, I I found myself um, pushing it away and talking myself out of it because I just didn't know how I could pull it off with all that I had going on. And if you're anyone like me, you know, you're managing all the things. You may have kids like I do, managing a career, the house, relationships, the list is endless, as you know. And I really think you can see or you can understand why I kept talking myself out of it. My brain was just constantly directing my thoughts to how hard it would be and all that I didn't have, like time and energy and confidence. Heck, you know, even my ability to sit down and read more than three pages of a book, although I love to read, You know, I would always sit down and read and I would fall asleep. And that was a clear sign that this undertaking would be tough and maybe not even possible. I hope you can relate because if you're anyone like me, you're probably a little tired. And although you like to read too, you know, maybe you make it to four pages. I usually make it to three and then I am out for the count. Please tell me you're nodding your head up and down right now. But anyhow, as you know, these negative thoughts just continued to creep in to my brain and to my my head, I started to think about really all the advice I'd given my clients over the years. You know, clients who finally 
took the leap, finally jumped in, all in on what they wanted. But they had spent years and years, like me, waiting for the right time. You know, the right time to get healthy, the right time to lose weight, the right time to run their first 10K, the right time to make themselves a priority. You know, the right time to do the dang thing once and for all. And I remembered, as I was kind of struggling with this decision, I remembered the advice that I had given them. And some of it was things like, focus on this step right here. Don't worry about the 10 steps up ahead. Or let's focus on adding in just one salad a week. Don't worry about the other six days of the week. Or how about you have one cocktail a night instead of two? And right now, don't worry about eliminating alcohol all at once. You know, advice that was simple. It wasn't overwhelming. And it was advice that moved the needle just a little bit and created those 1% gains gradually. And as I thought about the advice I'd given them, I thought, well, I guess I should take my own advice here. So I took the leap. I jumped all in. And I'm proud to say that I graduated last week. The time of this recording, I graduated last week. Yeah, I officially became a nutritional therapy practitioner. And I will admit, I almost quit twice. Now, it was a ridiculously intensive 10-month program that, like I said, I started at the beginning of the year. And when I enrolled, they said, you know, expect to spend a minimum of 20 hours a week studying outside of your class time. And I have always been pretty good in school. And I thought, oh, yeah, I probably get it done in 10 hours. Well, they sure as heck weren't joking. It was more than 20 hours a week. There was so much reading to do, so many assignments, all of these case studies. It was intense. And there were two times that I was so close to emailing the admissions department and asking them if they could possibly defer, you know, my enrollment to the next cohort. Two times I almost emailed them and I almost quit, but I didn't. Thankfully, I held back. I took the advice I had been giving my clients over the years And I focused only on the assignment at hand, and I kept my attention on the week I was in. It was the only way I was able to get through it. It was 10 tough months of literally focusing on the step I was in and making those 1% gains each and every week while juggling all the dang things. And as I had some time to reflect over these past few days since I graduated, I really was feeling so much gratitude. I was so, so grateful. First, I was grateful that I didn't give up, that I didn't quit. I was also really thinking about how grateful I was for the support from my kids um, from my boyfriend and a couple of my family and my friends, because there were times that I remember going on vacation to Oregon with my kids and my sister and her kids. And 
Um, I had to work on assignments while they went off and did something really fun. And so there were other moments along the way where I couldn't fully, you know, participate or, you know, I had to ask my kids, you know, they're going to need to step up and help with more things. And so as I was reflecting over these past few days, I really was grateful for the support from my kids and my boyfriend, like I said, some of my family and close friends. But I also was grateful for all the knowledge and experience I'm now holding in my hands, in my brain, eagerly waiting to share with you. And I'm grateful that I chose this specific program and that I'll be taking this specific path, which is nutritional therapy, really to help more women like you using a functional and holistic approach to supporting your health, your fitness, and your running. And although the intention of this episode was to share with you a little behind the scenes of my struggle and of almost quitting twice and really wanting to encourage you you know, to not give up or quit if you are possibly standing in a place right now of wanting to, whether it be in something you are doing with your running, with your health, with your work, you know, maybe even you are somebody that has gone back to school or you're currently, you know, in a program and you haven't finished your schooling. But I also wanted to, you know, share this episode and this information with you. I wanted to share with you why I chose this specific advanced certification. What led me to making that decision? Because I really think it will help you get to know me better, but I also think it will help you decide if my path moving forward aligns with yours and if you want to keep listening and joining me each and every week. So you see, I chose this specific path for two very personal reasons that I wanted to share with you today. Now, you probably don't know this, although I've kind of hinted at it in previous episodes, um, but I've spent the past roughly eight, maybe 10 years struggling with some health issues, issues that I'll be sharing with you in the coming months here on the podcast, um, as I think you too might be struggling with them, um, or you might know somebody who is. But I had been struggling with various health, chronic health issues that have been getting worse over the past three to four years. And, you know, talking with my doctor, she really didn't have any solutions or specific answers for me. And although I like my primary care physician, um, she's been very open in, um, you know, me doing my own research and talking with her. She's also been very honest with me over the years about her only having the ability to really diagnose disease, you know, tell me, you know, this is what she thinks I have, and then treat the symptoms or the things that I'm experience, experiencing. You know, she's been totally open in sharing that her training, her medical training doesn't really um, help identify why or exactly what the root cause of my problems are. And only because of my sweet friend and a previous running client of mine, Missy, Missy, if you're listening in right now from Colorado, thank you so much. Um, Missy's been a DOM, which is a doctor of oriental medicine for over 20 years. And, 
You know, over the past, probably, let's see, three years, about three years ago, maybe four, probably three, um, she was really able to help me begin to get to the root of what's been going on with me for years. And I'm talking years, friend. And because of what I learned from her and how she was able to help me work with my, my doctor better, I really began to dig deep into understanding more and more about functional and holistic nutrition and really start finding answers for myself because I wasn't getting answers from my doctor. So that was the first reason I wanted to share with you why I chose the path I did of becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner. And then the second reason really takes me back to when I was 18 years old. Um, Just like I told you when I was younger, I was really all about um, professional development, but also just reading. And I remember buying this big old book called Prescriptions for Natural Healing. I think I've gone through two of their revisions now of that book. It's a big book. It's a great resource. But I was always fascinated by natural remedies and healing foods, just like I shared earlier, that I've always been interested, you know, in personal development and constantly learning. And when I was younger, I was the person that would help my family find specific foods or specific herbs or supplements when they'd have questions about certain things they were dealing with. I've always kind of been the, the go-to person in my family um, for them when it comes to medical questions. Um, because over the years, I've worked in hospitals, either as a physical therapy tech when I was in college Um, or as a program coordinator for um, specifically a hemophilia program at our county hospital. Um, I did that later in life, the year I got divorced. Um, Or or like I shared with you when I was listening to my Tony Robbins CDs, um, working um, in public health research as an undergrad and then continued right after graduation doing that. But because, you know, I'm the one in my family who, you know, has a lot of knowledge, has a lot of interest, has a lot of experience, Um, I was the one that would deal with medical issues, hospital emergencies, and doctor's appointments. And unfortunately, over the years, um, I've experienced many of them. And over these years, these visits or these experiences always left me feeling really, really frustrated. And I was frustrated because many times um, I was often talked down to by medical professionals, or my questions were either dismissed as unimportant, or they were rarely answered. And almost always, my family member or myself, um, we were sent on our way with a prescription for yet another pill. Now, don't get me wrong, because you might be listening in right now, and you are, you know, a medical doctor. So I just want you to know that I am grateful for modern medicine. I appreciate all the medical professionals um, out there who really, really want to provide quality care. And I know lately it's been very, very frustrating for a lot of medical professionals. My primary care physician specifically, she's actually um, changing her model of care and recently sent me a letter, which I thought was very thoughtful, expressing her um kind of disgust and disappointment with the way in which she's been forced to practice and she's choosing not to do that. So she is actually going to more of a membership model. Um, But 
I do appreciate all the medical professionals, again, like I said, who, who want and desire to provide quality care and do the work that they originally set out to do when they went through medical school. And I do believe there is a place um, for modern medicine and a collaboration really with medical professionals and alternative practitioners. But quite frankly, I've really noticed over the years and um, I feel (laughs) that there's a really big problem when um, the Western medicine model or conventional medicine um, that we are operating in is leaving so many people, my family, myself, um, dependent on medications that create a cascade of so many side effects, leaving them worse off and never really even solving their problems. So instead of me sitting in my frustration with the system, the system that I truly believe is profiting off our sickness, I do believe that, I decided to be a part of the solution. And I felt that I could be best used um, by helping women, women like you, not only with your running, but also with deeper areas you might be struggling with with your health or other ways you can optimize your health so that you can be proactive and not go down the path of being diagnosed with a chronic illness at some point. Because I'm almost certain in one way or another that you too can relate to my frustration. Maybe you can personally relate um, or you have a family member with a counter full of pills and a laundry list of illnesses who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know I am. So I chose this path and I went back to school for those two personal reasons And because I truly believe I can make a difference and I feel that making a difference, I can do this in my group coaching programs and within my clinical practice, working one-on-one with women that I will be getting, you know, up and off the ground here in the next few weeks. So I wanted to share all of this with you, kind of give you, like I said, a little behind the scenes, um, of this accomplishment because I am very proud that I stuck it out and I didn't quit. I am just so excited to share all that I've learned and there's just so much more that I want to learn. I'll be talking with you about in future episodes. And I really, really hope that you'll continue to stick around each and every week on the podcast with me. You know, as I expand on other topics each and every week. And I really hope that you will consider joining me on this exciting journey where I'll share my nutritional therapy knowledge along with information about functional testing, the pros and cons, different types of testing, um, and really taking a food first approach to your health, to your wellness, and to your running. And as I, you know, work on updating my website, I will definitely reach out to you and let you know so you can go check out the details and learn more about my process and the various ways that we might be able to work together in the future. Um, But I really, really want to thank you for, you know, hearing my story, letting me share my accomplishment, you know, giving you a little behind the scenes. 
um, staying with me today, making it to the end of this episode. I really have been so excited to share this news with you. Um, And I really look forward to helping you in all the ways that I can. And I just can't wait to crush 2023 with you. We're going to crush it. We're not going to wait for the right time. We're not going to worry about enough time. We're not going to worry if we're not going to finish. We are. You are. All right. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to go out there and I want you to take that leap that you've been waiting to take because I promise it's worth it. All right, my friend, thanks so much for being with me here today. I look forward to chatting with you next week. And until then, go grab those running shoes, lace up and go enjoy the beautiful outdoors. 